Hey everyone, it's Adam, and you're listening to the Embrace Podcast. God is doing so many incredible things at all of our physical locations in South Dakota, in Minnesota, and also online. Learn more about Embrace and how to get connected at IamEmbrace.com. I hope today's message encourages you and inspires you. Let's jump in. Hey guys, how's everyone doing today? I hope everyone's doing all right. It is so good to see all of you. I'm excited to be back myself. My name is Adam. I'm one of the pastors here. And I only wish that all of you could know just how glad we are that each and every one of you are with us. I want to give a huge happy Father's Day to all the dads who are with us. Men today, I hope you feel loved and honored, respected. I pray that you would feel lifted up. I woke up this morning. I got a new watch and a pair of shoes. I'm like, oh my gosh, I think this is the best start to a Father's Day that I have ever had. I also want to give a special shout out to my own father, Jim. Uh, Dad, I love you so much and uh, grateful for every single Father's Day that I have with you. Only hope to be half the man that you are. So again, happy Father's Day to all of you. We're excited that you are here. And right now we are in a series called Behind the Music. And I am someone who absolutely loves music and I love to sing with music, but I am notorious for messing up the lyrics. Like, I think I know the words to the song, but I just don't. And so I'll be singing in my car at the top of my lungs. It sounds beautiful, by the way. And uh, to a song that I've heard hundreds and hundreds of times, and my wife will randomly say, what did you just say? Like, what was that? And so I'll say what I just sang, and then she'll start laughing, which is not very nice of her, by the way. And she'll be like, that's not at all what the song says. Like, that's not at all the lyrics. Like, just think about what you just said. That doesn't even make any any sense. Just an example, the classic, amazing song, Irreplaceable by Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? Do you know the song? Sing with me. To the left, to the left. Everything you own in a box to the left. You guys are just liars. You know this? To the left, to the left. Okay, I'll stop, all right? In case you're wondering, I sound just like Beyonce when I'm singing, but I I thought for many years that the song was about line dancing, okay? To the left, to the left, or maybe Beyonce was getting political and she was talking about Democrats. It's like, Beyonce, why don't you stay away from, from, from politics? And so again, I love music, and I personally grew up listening to the classics like Metallica and Collective Soul, Dr. Dre, specifically the Chronic album, which my kids will never, ever get a chance to listen to, Third Eye Blind, Daft Punk, and I also grew up listening to the band called Everclear. Like, I loved Everclear, so you know. I like to listen to Everclear, not drink Everclear. That's an important distinction. But seriously, though, I grew up, and I tried to to sun in and bleach out my hair to look like the lead singer. I had the Everclear T-shirt and everything, okay? And just to share some of the backstory on Everclear, Everclear is a band that was formed back in 1991. Any Everclear fans in the house, you are old. It's 30 years ago. Insane, right? The band was formed out of Portland, Oregon. They released hit songs like Santa Monica and Wonderful and AM Radio. And well, in 1997, they released the unexpected hit song, Father of 
mine. The song was a top five single on the rock charts, hitting the top 20, hitting the top 23 actually, and the top 40 overall. And the song was written by the lead singer of Everclear, a guy named Art Alexius. And kind of interesting, it's one of the very few songs that Everclear ever sang that was an autobiography. Like the song is a true story. You see, Art grew up living in a fairly comfortable home until the age of six when his parents got divorced. And once his parents got divorced, his dad completely walked out of his life. And because his dad left, his family was forced to move to the projects where he was raised solely by his mom. And by the time he was a teenager, Art was addicted to cocaine and heroin. And at the age of 12, his brother died from a heroin overdose. Well, thankfully, Art eventually got clean and sober, and he became a dad himself. And one night, he was looking at his kid, and after looking at his kid, he went and he sat down, and he wrote this song called Father of Mine, which is all about Art's dad and the fact that he was absent. Now, just to say it, I'm guessing some of us might have a similar story of our own. Maybe our father walked out on us, or maybe it was our mom that walked out of our lives, and they were just absent. They walked out of our lives, and they left us to fend for ourselves. They packed up their bags one day, they moved out, and they left us to parent ourselves. And maybe a day like Father's Day is just a really, really, really hard day for you. Because it just highlights the father that you did not have, or it highlights the broken father that you did have. And it's like, happy Father's Day? I just kind of want to slug my father. Happy Father's Day? We're going to go fishing with dad? I just kind of want to punch my dad. And if that's you, let me just say I'm so sorry. I can't imagine. But as I was listening to the lyrics of this song, it just hit me. I mean, this song is so raw and honest. And yes, it's written about a guy's earthly father. But when I sat with these words... It just hit me that so many of us feel this way about our heavenly father. And when it comes to God, he just feels absent. Or maybe you look back to a specific point in your life when it just feels like God packed up his bags and he walked out on you. And whether you had a great earthly dad or a crummy one for many of us, when it comes to God, it just feels like God is an absent father. So today, I just want to look at some of the lyrics of this song and how they point to what so many of us feel about God as our father. And we're going to talk specifically about three different things that Art saw in his dad that we often see in God. So the song, it starts out by saying this, father of mine, tell me, where have you been? And then a little later on in the song, it again says, a father of mine, tell me, where do you go? Tell me, what do you see when you look back at your wasted life and you don't see me? It's just these honest questions from the son to his father. And then it goes on to say this. Sometimes you would send me a birthday card with a $5 bill. I never understood you then. And I guess I never will. Once again, this is a a true story. And this week, I listened to an interview that Art, the lead singer, did about this song. And Art said that the only times that he ever really heard from his dad was on his birthdays and on Christmas, where he'd literally get a card in the mail with a $5 bill attached to it. And Art said that in looking back at this card and this $5 bill, it felt like a slap in the face. Just to say it, a dad that sends $5 to their kid's birthday but doesn't actually show up for their birthday is a heartless 
father. That's a heartless father. Don't miss this. The first thing that Art saw in his dad that we often see in God is a heartless father. It's the father that doesn't care. Father that doesn't care. The heartless father. I have to say over the years, I've met with so many people, so many of you that feel this way about God. Like God, he'd never really care about me. Like if God does exist, it doesn't really feel like he cares. And pray, why would I pray to God? Like what would he want to do with, 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 with me? Doesn't he have other problems in this world? He's probably too busy. Like what would he want to do with me? Not to mention, I haven't lived a good Christian life. Like I've made some mistakes. And so why would he want me to talk with him? Seriously, have you ever asked some version of this question yourself? Again, I know that many of us view God as a heartless father, a father who doesn't care. And it's possible that we got this understanding of God from our parents or maybe our church. Maybe we just assumed it about God. Maybe we picked it up from our own earthly father, or maybe it comes from our actual experiences that we've had in life and how we felt It's possible right now we'd consider ourselves a longtime follower of Jesus, and yet we just have these honest questions about him right now. But wherever we get these assumptions from, it's just not true. I mean, God, our Father, he is the furthest thing from being heartless. Just listen to these words. At one point, Jesus is talking about the fact that there's no need to worry. And Jesus says, look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns for your heavenly Father feeds them. Your heavenly Father cares for them. And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? And then there's words from one of Jesus' closest friends, a guy named John. And John says, see what great love the Father has lavished on us. This word lavished is more than enough. It means more than is necessary, more than is needed. See what great love the Father has covered us with, has lavished us with more than enough that we should be called children of God. And then another friend of Jesus, a guy named Peter, Peter just says, give all your worries and cares to God for he cares about you. To be clear, our father, he's not heartless. Our father cares. He's not a $5 bill dad. He's a loving heavenly father. He's not heartless. He cares for us and he loves us in ways we can't even fathom. This week, as I was working on this message, I just pray today that we would just be overwhelmed with God's love throughout the service. Overwhelmed, just understanding the love of the Father, our Father. He cares for us. Continuing on with this song, listen to the chorus. It says, my daddy gave me a name, then he walked away. My daddy gave me a name, then he walked away. He said, just song, the chorus just says this over and over and over and over again. Something connected with this that I thought was so incredibly sad is after Art's dad died, he said, I was more upset about David Bowie's death than I was about my own father. My father died a few days before Bowie did, and I felt like I knew more about him, and I learned more from him than I did from my dad. I simply didn't know the man. Sad, right? His dad was so distant that he felt more connected to a random celebrity than he did his own father. The second thing that Art saw in his dad that we often see in God 
is a distant father. A distant father. A father who is never there. A distant father. Just being honest, for many years, this is how I felt about God personally. Like, I just honestly thought that if God did exist, that he was a far-off, distant God. I can remember sitting in church as a kid, my butt hurting from the wooden pew. I had counted all the lights on the sanctuary ceiling to pass the time, and everyone seemed miserable, bored out of their minds. And I used to just think to myself, as a little kid, if there is a God that exists, he is obviously not here. Like, I don't need to be a rocket scientist. I'm a young kid, and I still have a lot to learn. I'm just saying, if there is a God, and he's amazing, like we just got done singing, even though we're all falling asleep, he is obviously not in this room. Like, God, he just seemed far off somewhere. And away from us jumping through a few religious hoops, make sure to get baptized as an infant, get confirmed, do this, be good to your mother. Away from a few religious hoops, God didn't want anything to actually do with us. More specifically, he didn't want anything to do with me. He just felt distant. And so that's me. And I know that many of you have wrestled with similar feelings and specific questions. It's just like, okay, where was God when I went through my divorce? And where was God, pastor, can you help this? Where was, where was God when I was sexually abused as a little kid? Can you weave that into your sermon? And where was God when I lost my dad? Where was God when I got that phone call? Hey, pastor, can you, can you help me connect the dots? Where was God when I went to hell and back? I mean, if there is a God, he just feels like a, like a far off distant God that was never, never there. I don't want to be rude, but if there is a God and he's a father, he must be a deadbeat or something. Once again, though, when it comes to our father, This specifically cannot be further from the truth. Listen to these words from from David, the classic, classic psalm. David says, where can I run from your presence? If I go to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I, I rise on the wings of dawn, if I settle on the far side of the seed, even there your hand will guide me. David's like, you're everywhere. Even if I try to run away from you, even if I try to leave you, even when I get to this new place that I've gone to, even there, your hand will guide me. You are everywhere. I can't even run from you. You're there. And then David says, God, our God, he's our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble, ever-present help. And then there's Jesus, and right before Jesus ascends into heaven, these are, these are important words. It's like the final words from, from, from Jesus. Jesus says, be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. To be clear, our Father, he doesn't give us a name and then walk away. He's not distant. Instead, our Father is there and he was there and he will always be there in the future on our best days. He's there on our worst days. He's there through the pain. The worst of it, he was with you on the best day possible. The days that you only wish that you could have shared it with somebody, you did share it with somebody. He was there. 
My father is there. He's present. There's no place that we can go that is not already, not already there. Going back to the song one last time, listen to these lyrics. Art says, tell me, how do you sleep with the children you abandoned and the wife I saw you beat? I will never be safe. I'll never be same. I'll always be weird inside. I will always be lame. That's heavy, isn't it? Heavy. This week, I listened to another interview that Art did, actually from this past year. By the way, the guy is now 62 years old. And something that he said, he said, even after a lot of therapy and rehab, that little six-year-old whose dad left is still there, and he pointed to himself. 56 years after his dad left and everything that he saw his dad do before he left, it's, and he's still hurting. Still hurting. The final thing that, that Art saw in his dad that we often see in God is what? A mean Father, a mean father, a father who hurt me, who hurt me. Now, this is intense, but again, I know that many of us view God this way. We just have this picture of God that he's mean, and he's he's just looking to hurt us, and and he's angry, and he's unstable, and he's unpredictable. And so you need to walk around on eggshells when you're with him. And when you come back to him, when you, even when you come to church, you just need to walk in with, with shame and you need to hide yourself. Or you just have this belief and this feeling that he's a God who likes and enjoys punishing us. I'll never forget years ago when I first became a pastor, there was this young couple that wasn't married who lost a baby. They had a late miscarriage. And a few weeks later, this mom and dad were just still just grieving. Just a simple man that the dad just asked me, do you think God is punishing us? Because we weren't married and that's why we lost this baby. And that's That's heavy. And yet I just know that so many of us are carrying similar questions. Just honest questions. Like, have you ever gone through something so hurtful and asked God, how could you hurt me like this? Ever gotten a diagnosis or maybe someone that you love and it's like, how could you do this to me? How could you do this to them? Or maybe today you just connected way too well with this song and it's just like, God, if you're a loving father, why did you give me the father that I have? Just honest questions in your soul. And for many of us, I have no doubt that we, we view God in this way, a father that hurt you and we might even have some good reasons for it. Yet once again, it's just not true. You see, the truth is we have a God who does what? He heals the brokenhearted and he bandages up their wounds. I just picture a father gently approaching our pain, our wounds, our scars, just gently cleaning it and then beginning to to bandage it. Our heavenly father, he's not mean, he's 
He's kind. Listen to what David says. David says, how priceless is your loving kindness? Like there's not a price tag that I can put on it. How priceless is your loving kindness? Oh God, people, me specifically, take refuge in the shadow of your wings. And even further, we have a, we have a father who is hurt for us. He doesn't hurt, he's hurt for us. He sent his son for us and this cross, the son of his hung on a cross for us. And we're told that by his wounds, you have been healed. Get this, our father, he doesn't hurt you. He's hurt for you. He doesn't hurt you. He doesn't hurt me. He's hurt for us. And our father, guess what his default is? His default is love. That's his go-to is love. He's not mean. He's not unstable, unpredictable. Instead, our God, our father is consistently and constantly forever the same. And his default again is love, love. He's the opposite, the very opposite of Art's father that he sings about. Our father, he heals, he heals, he heals. And today he wants to heal us. He heals. And so this, this, this song, throughout this song, there's this heartless father, there's this distant father, there's this mean father. And with all three of these dads, it's always the dad that walks away from us. It's always the father that walks, walks out on us and walks away from us. But what if, like, what if instead of God walking away from us, what if it's been us, you and I, that have walked away from him? What if he hasn't walked away? We've walked away. And what if our father has never walked away from us? Never. See, the truth is your heavenly father hasn't walked away from you. He's waiting for you. He's waiting for you. And he's not a heartless father. He's a caring father and he's there. He's not distant. He's closer than our breath. He's not mean. Instead, he's kind and he heals us and he is waiting for us. Some of us today, we came with all these assumptions about God. Again, some of them are maybe grounded, grounded assumptions that we have. Others of us, we'd call ourselves a Christian, but through the journey, we've had this happen to us and this happen to us. And slowly but surely, and I'm talking to the long time, Jesus loving people, we've had these lies begin to creep up in our souls and we begin to question who our father is. And maybe he's even walked out on us, but he hasn't walked out. He is waiting for us. He doesn't leave, we leave him. And so what do we need to do, right? What do we need to do? Because there's probably something like a checklist of what we need to do to, to make him love us, to earn his love. Like what's the, so what do we need to do, pastor? Like tell me, what do we need to do? What do we need to do? We need to just turn around. We just turn to our father and we, we, just, we just go to him. What do we need to do? There's nothing we need to do. He did it all for us. We just need to turn around. We just need to go to him. We just need to run to him. We need to find our identity in him. We need to surrender to him. We need to follow him for the rest of our days. Our father, he cares. Our father, he is there. Our father, he heals. Back to the song, father of mine, tell me where have you been? The answer, he's been there the whole time. 
He's been there the whole time. It's us that has walked out on him. He hasn't left us. He's been there the whole, whole time. Let's pray. Gracious Father, Heavenly King, we come before you thankful for who you are. Thankful that you lavish us with love more than enough, more than is necessary, more than is needed. You you cover us with your love. Your default is love. God, today, I I can't believe I'm the only one who comes with these assumptions about you that are just not true. You're distant, you're cold, you're far away. All those things are lies, God. You're a God who cares. You're a God who's here. Even there, even here, you're with us. You're kind and you heal us. God, today, if there's any areas that need to be healed, we just hand those to you. We call them out to you. We give them to you specifically. Would you heal these places in our lives? Would you take these lies about you and would you replace them with truth about who you are as our Father? Lord, we love you. We thank you. We pray all these things in your name. All God's people said, amen, amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. If this message moved you in any way, be sure to subscribe to the podcast to never miss your dose of encouragement. You can also follow us on social media with the handle at I Am Embrace. Again, we are thrilled you took the time to join us today. And if you live anywhere near one of our locations in South Dakota and Minnesota, we would love to have you join us in person. You can find out more and start a conversation at imembrace.com. Thanks again for listening and have a great week.